Podcasting straight from North Carolina is Dr. Jennifer Eichner-Lowry sharing her author journey with you. Jen Lowry writes is a place where amazing things happen for authors and readers together. The Holy Spirit is the ultimate podcast host. Jen is just the bird singing the song. She is a published author, educator, homeschool mama, life coach, and dreamer. Join her on the daily journey of discovering what this writing life is all about. Let's see what she will be led by the Holy Spirit to talk about today. Here's Jen. Thanks for supporting my Jen Lowry Writes podcast. My purpose is to inspire and encourage others to chase after their writing goals with faith and courage. By hitting the support this podcast button and with your monthly contribution of 99 cents, $4.99 or $9.99, you are helping me chase after mine. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Jen Lowry Writes. It is International Podcast Day. and I wanted to take this opportunity just to get online and say thank you to all of my podcast listeners. I love you guys. You are so supportive. You pray for me. I love how we stay connected on social media or you email me at jenlowrywrites at gmail.com and let me know about your author story and your author journey because that's what the podcast is all about. It's about sharing our journeys together and it's, okay, I'm doing this. I got to share it out. I can't hold it in because the more that we share and we work together and collaborate and communicate with one another, the greater our reach will be for the kingdom. So I just want to say how much I love you guys. And doing this podcast since 2018 has brought so much joy in my author life. And it has truly brought me some of my closest writing friends. And it was through this platform. So without podcasting, I would have never met like my writing friends that I can like put right here in the palm of my hand and squeeze with love. And it came from me just taking that call and going forward in this life going, okay, what's next for me? And then not being so scared to go after it either because I'm extremely shy. I am. I know people might say, no way, Jen, you're not. Oh, trust me. I am shy. And I love my my quiet, my space. I love being behind the computer and typing. I would write books all day long if I could. Trust me when I say that. And so getting out of my comfort zone and starting vocalizing my author journey and having like a diary on the road at first, it was a little intimidating, and I was saying, what am I doing? <laughs> Why am I doing this? <laughs> and so it did really, you know, click in with me until a couple of months later when I started to, oh, perfect. Um, 
I'm, I'm getting messages from, uh, sorry guys. Um, when I started to actually get emails going, oh, I'm going to go out and try this challenge now. And I'm like, I can tell people are listening. I can see that this is happening. But then when I started getting an email that said, hey, I'm about to have my book launched too. Thanks for the tips. I ran it. And you were right. It was a little hard at first, but I got through it. And that's when it would continue to give me hope going, you know, not just because someone out there was listening, but that people were actually applying these challenges to their author life. So a part of my everyday mom platform, that whole challenge mom uh, ministry that I had, I kind of went over into my writing world doing the same exact thing. So I would be working on something like setting up a book tour, for example, for Sweet Potato Jones. And I would be like, okay, God, or for my fall book tour last year, not Sweet Potato Jones, because we're doing virtual book tours now. But um, last year when I was setting up the book tours, for example, I was telling people behind the scenes of how I was reaching out and what I was doing and reading letters out loud and um, just sharing in that experience. And then next thing I know, I get emails back going, oh, wow, I did that. And my books are now in Barnes and Noble. And so each time that I would share out those challenges, I would say, Lord, it's for whoever needs this one today. And then the episodes just kept racking up and racking up. And people would ask me, where do you get all of this content from? It's from like real life, day to day, what I'm researching, what I'm doing in far as far as my author world in, in within my author community. And I'm then going out and sharing it because I'm learning all of this as I go too. And so I feel like it's my blessing to be able to say, okay, here's the behind the scenes of this. Because when I was younger, if I would have had a me <laughs> that was really pouring into my life and helping me and guiding me, giving me tips and strategies and those behind the scenes talks, I feel like that I would have started this author career like I'm 45 years old. Think about it. In 2018, I was 43 when Sweet Potato was first picked up by a publisher, I would have been started this road. So I really feel like, you know, it's a give back time. So each time I learn something new about the author industry or writing tips or strategies, then I'm sharing them out. And that's what really started the show. After that, something else happened. And I want to give a shout out to Diana Needham. She found me on LinkedIn. And I tell everybody when I talk about this story, I'm like, guys, you need to be on LinkedIn. You got to be on social media. You need to be out there working it because you never know where someone will see and find you and connect with you. And it's a God thing, guys. We can use social media for good in a very dark place. So I am really challenging you to be present on 
every social media account that you can juggle and handle, whatever that looks like for you, because we all have our limits when it comes to certain platforms. Just start slow if you need to, but you need to be there. So here I am on LinkedIn. I never had a LinkedIn account until 2018. Everything started blowing up. As soon as I got my publishing contract, I went full force research mode. Yes, I could have done it before, but maybe I didn't have the self-confidence or the understanding or just the, the push, whatever it was. It was almost as if doors began to open for me left and right. And here I am being approached by a stranger on LinkedIn going, hey, we've got an author community. You would be a great fit for this. Would you like to come over and join our Facebook group? And I was like, Facebook group? Uh, I, I don't have a Facebook group. What's that about? Like, really, guys? Um, and so here I am going out and joining this Facebook group absolutely love the people she really poured her spirit out for us just sharing tips and connecting us with people next thing i know it's hey would you like to interview someone that i know i think it would be a great fit for your show and i'm like hmm but i don't interview like that's not what the podcast is about it's just about like okay you know, I learned how to do, you know, interior formatting of my book. And so I'm going to share it out with you guys on, on, you know, or I made this cover and I'm going to share how I made the cover or, oh, I'm working with a cover designer and I want to talk with you behind the scenes of questions to ask cover designers. And that's what it was. And then I just said, okay, why not? I can interview someone, I guess. And so this was before Zoom, and now I use StreamYard, but this was before the video. This was just audio, and I was talking with people as if I was talking to them on the telephone, and we were sharing story, and they were sharing their journey, and they were sharing inspirations, and how God had, you know, shown up in their lives with their writing, and I was like, okay, this is some powerful stuff. And then it gives other people an opportunity to get their name out there, too. So I was like, you know what? This is a win-win for everybody. So I started interviewing. This was in 2019. And so without the podcast, that interviewing piece really expanded my, not only my confidence, but my circle. And what was a very tiny circle to start with started growing and growing. And I think people love to hear behind the scenes author life. I do. I know I enjoy it. I watch bunches of them. Um, and so, yes, I'm a YouTube watcher more than a podcast listener. So I was like, how can I do this? How can I, you know, advance this? And I moved it to Zoom. So that way I could have audio and I could have video. People could actually see us conversating and I could actually see the person I was interviewing, which brought me way much more joy because I felt like that that connection was there. It would feel like I would be in the same room with this author, this famous author on the other side of the screen sharing their story and their life's journey with me. And I was so humbled and so honored 
when people would continue to reach out and when I would reach out and we would start connecting and setting up podcast interviews. And it has just been phenomenal for me. Um, It has just truly poured into me. And I feel like it has helped maybe my listeners because they keep coming back. I thank you guys for that. And now I'm using StreamYard pretty much, you know, I love the the different kind of little um, images and the branding and all of that that I can do for StreamYard and the banners and all that. Um, I can have 10 in the room and we can have now big discussions with the WWJs. So, you know, starting off with the podcast as a checkoff box. Oh, that's something off the list that the publishing company recommends that we look into. I can do a podcast. And I'm like, wait, what's a podcast? (laughs) To now 2020 and having some of the best experiences ever in my author life because of podcasting. I would have never imagined like in a million years that I would have had an opportunity to meet the special people that I have met that have truly, truly impacted my life. Y'all know Kate DiCamillo is my favorite author. I mean, come on. Like having that conversation with her, just phenomenal. And Karen Blumenthal, she's passed away now. And I got to get that interview with her before, you know, she moved on. And I look back now and I think about, oh, that's going to get me teary-eyed, thinking about the conversation that I had with Karen before we hit record. And it was about the last lecture, y'all. I don't want to cry, but it was about the last lecture. And Karen um, said, I like your wall. And I had my, if, if you see some of my podcast interviews, I actually have like a studio wall that I set up in here because <laughs> I have a lot of kids. We don't have a separate place for me to have like a really cool setup. And she said, I like your wall. And I said, oh, it's going to be a brick wall forever. And it's from a quote. From Randy Posh's book, The Last Lecture. It is one of my favorite books of all time. And she got so emotional so fast because she knew uh, the man who wrote that book with Randy and he had passed away. And she was like, oh my gosh. And we just started having this moment and we were just sharing and discussing his life. And, um, and then that was that interview that was like her last interview piece that was on recording um now if she's had another one um that would be wonderful i'd love to see it but it's like capturing authors lives authors stories is truly a gift that we can now do because of podcasting because of interviewing right here in our very homes And I will tell you that the doors continue to open. The Lord continues to bring wonderful people into my life that I'm able to have this platform where they can sit with me for a little bit and share their message, share their inspirations behind their books. 
And then when I'm not interviewing, I'm continuing to share out, hey guys, uh, here's some tips or, you know, let's do a read aloud of my book or oh, we're having a Halloween poetry contest right now. Because if I share that idea out there, then there may be another author that goes, hey, I write K-12 books. I could have a Halloween contest too. And then in their space, they can go out and be challenged and listen to my behind the scenes of how I set up Google Doc folders or use Canva to create my images and things that I thought through while I was setting up guidelines. And then, oops, oh, I forgot to put when I'm going to announce the winners. And so right in the middle of the podcast, I'm pulling up my blog and I'm editing everything and fixing it because it's like a working session. The podcast is like a work in progress, y'all. We got to all work on that whip all the time. There's always something that we can do that can advance our author life. And when it brings us joy, we need to do more of that thing. And that's what podcasting has been for me. It has been a true joy. So International Podcast Day started in 2014. You know, there is a day for everything. There's like an ice cream day. <laughs> like if you go up and look up holidays or special days to commemorate um, events or activities, you can have some fun days, my author friends out there. And when I saw it, it was trending because this is how I even found out about it. I saw that it was trending on Twitter that it was International Podcast Day. And I was like, oh, what? There is a day like that? So I started researching, reading behind the scenes. This dude named Steve. They're like, hey, let's have his day, 2014. And they got, hey, happy podcast day. I know. Hey, Michelle. So I was talking about how and you even had one of those calendars, Michelle, where it has like all these days on it that you can pick and advance like activities within your author life or pull things from out of your stories that you can celebrate. And as soon as I saw that it was trending on Twitter, I started getting this rush of memories about my podcasting life and the wonderful experiences that I've had. Michelle, you've been on the show. So you know that this is a platform for us to share our inspirations, share our stories, and just to connect with people. Just to, just to say, hey, we're here. We're in our neck of the woods. We're doing our thing. And we want to share that with you. Because maybe that can inspire someone else. Because we already know that after we had Michelle's, because Michelle was on the show just recently, and she was talking about Happy Harper and her Kickstarter. And Michelle, you can even drop it right here in the chat so people are, um, I can go and grab it. Um, I don't know if you could do um, the link. But you have 62 days left that's on your scheduled project. And it's just a way for people to find out what's up. What are some things that are happening out in the author world? What are some good things that are going on in the world? And the platform has been a great place for that. 
It is. It is a place where not only are we, you know, we're sharing our inspirations, but we're giving out tips and we're learning these behind the scenes. Because when I was younger, you know, I started writing when I was 13 and I've told this story um, quite a lot. Uh, I started writing that I can remember. It might have been earlier than that. Um, but I specifically remember 13 years old. I was in eighth grade. It was getting closer to our eighth grade graduation. Then we were going to be leaving middle school and going into high school. And my mom wanted to get me a gift. And she was asking me, you know, what are some things that you would like? And I'd always wanted a typewriter. So my mom took me to Roses. And I loved the electronics department because the really special ones would be put in the case and you could see them through the glass. And I can remember looking through the glass at this brother typewriter. And I was so excited. And I was like, Mom, that's the one. That's the one I want. And um, she got me that for my eighth grade graduation. And I brought that typewriter home and it had this little screen on it that you could type the letters and you could see it. And so before you hit enter, if you needed to change anything, if you made a mistake, you didn't have to use as much correction tape or something, you know, or white out. <laughs> um, so I felt like I had like the Ferrari of typewriters <laughs> for a 13 year old. And it was pretty much a base brand, I'm sure. Um, but for me, it was like a golden, like a golden gem for me. And I wrote and I typed stories and I was writing a series about this little sweet romance about th these kids that are going off to college and they went to UNC Chapel Hill, which is hilarious because that's where my son is now. And he, he's getting ready to transfer, but that's where he is now. And um, they were going to Chapel Hill. And you see what where I went. So uh, can't didn't write about NC State back then. Hilarious, right? Um, and it, it was kind of like Sweet Valley High reimagined. And then, of course, Sweet Valley High I did have a college spinoff. Um, yes, I still have it. It's uh, yes, um, love typewriters too. I want and I want like a room where I can have me some typewriters. Um, and so that was it for me. I was reading. I yes, I was. I was such a. I was such. A, my library was right across the street, which I am so thankful for, uh, because I had access to the greatest place in the universe, which is the public library, and I had all of that there. But I didn't have a writer mentor, and I didn't know another writer. And I didn't understand how any of it worked. And I'm sorry, but the Encyclopedia Britannica, <laughs> if you looked up author, I'm sure it didn't like go all in about Ingram, Spartan, KDP and what you have to do to become self-published and all the steps that authors do. And so with that being said, everything just always appeared like a mystery, like just a mystery to me. And it was such a dream of mine. Yes, Team Public Library. I can't tell you enough. Um, 
Trust me, my kids have their library card. They have Libby. Like, we are no joke, Teen Public Library. I love it, Michelle. Um, I, I wrote a, oh, this is a side note, but I wrote a poem about my public library. And that is one of my favorite poems um, ever. And my aunt said, my Aunt Dot, y'all know I got to talk about my Aunt Dot all the time. How my Aunt Dot, when she read the poem, she was like, I could just picture it. I could just see it. I could just be there. Because we had a smaller public library, okay, like right here. It was really small. And then they built a bigger one right here, like right beside it. But then they turned this one to like a historical museum. But I'm going to be honest. I loved the little because it felt like books were like crammed all over and you had to walk on these creaky steps and this hardwood floors and you'd have to kind of like squeeze and squeeze into these little tight places and it just felt like a maze of love I can't even tell you how much I love that library um never forget it Miss Moser was our librarian and she didn't, she didn't, like, when I would put books up, like, I was 13, and I was reading adult novels, and reading Stephen King, and all of that, she wouldn't, she wouldn't question, when I was pulling up all those Scottish Highlander books, <laughs> and throwing up about <laughs> uh, the history of Scotland, she never was like, what are you reading? <laughs> she was just like, oh, dear, let's see what you have today. <laughs> Love, loved my library. But I didn't have a mentor back then. We just had no one. I'm from a little tiny town with one stoplight. Like, for real. Like, I never knew any authors. And then it was 2018. And it was like, oh, I've got to give back. i got to share. i got to keep this podcast going because there could be somebody out there listening that says, wait, what do people do? How do they get the idea from here and how do they get it into here? And what are the steps that it takes to do all of that and more? And so the podcast is that I feel like a calling to just share and then allow other people to have this platform that's been building and building. And trust me, it's not by, my, by me alone. Uh, the right amount of grace is even a newer name. Like I just had Jen Lowry writes forever and ever. And then one day I was like, you know, you know, I've been changing logos and trying to like not be as cluttered as my logo was at the beginning. And, um, and then I was just put the feather there and I was like, you know what? Um, it's the right amount of grace. It's just the right amount. It's the perfect amount. And then I use the word right, of course. And I just started putting that on the podcast cover. And um, because I think people will just understand that, that we do have the just the right amount, what we need. God equips us with all that we need to do this life. And he will connect you with wonderful people. He will connect you with the people in your path that can help you go after your dreams, too. And so I want to encourage all of you right now, if you've never listened to the podcast, you can start today on International Podcast Day and you can have your writing journey too. And you won't be feeling isolated or wait, how do I do this? What is this about? 
because that's what it's oh look carol's here carol love love you carol remember that time carol that we were gonna have a podcast talk and then don't you remember when we couldn't get your audio to work <laughs> we just talked forever i love you carol <laughs> you're my girl i'll do i love you oh sherry's here oh i'm telling you I, so that is a great thing to blog about um so sherry said that she had some wonderful childhood memories of the time she spent in the library and i really think that blogging you know is a great place for writers to start because you get to share your voice and then readers get to sample your style and so when people ask me like where does my content come from where do these challenges come from you know i do get asked that like do i pre-plan episodes no i was just thinking about the public library one day and i was thinking about how much of an impact it made on my life and of course y'all know i get emotional and i get all you know going back nostalgia and it's perfect to write a blog about that and then you know support your local libraries and challenge podcast listeners to go to their libraries with a ruler and like physically sit in the library and hold different sized books in your hands because that all matters how do you want your book to feel and where will it go on the shelf and i challenge them to go to the public library and take a picture of where that last name would be where would you fit on there those are great some just great for content for you guys to use for blogs and videos and you know all of that but it's just great to do <laughs> it's just awesome to be around books all the time i mean i'm lucky i work um within a public library so it's like amazing for me because i get to have that experience but and my librarians when they i, I pick at them i'm like y'all see me coming y'all know and i'm holding my computer they know like okay i got an idea i gotta like talk it out i gotta share it out because that's my style michelle you know that about me my style is is talking things out brainstorming and we'll come to a, a conclusion working together but the podcast whole platform i would have never imagined how the lord just continued to open those doors for shy little old me from maxton um and then having all of these experiences from the past two years it would have just wouldn't have been possible if i didn't have that platform and i just didn't say yes so saying yes to your holy spirit call that is what you need to do so when you feel that and then you start questioning things do you need to ask yourself well is it me standing in my own way is it because i have a fear of talking or i have a fear of failing or i don't know tech enough or i if you start oh i'm too shy or i won't have anything to say nobody will care about what i have to say and so many authors you know we can go through that in a period in our author career at the early stages especially but the bottom line is if the holy spirit moves you in a direction 
follow that. Do that thing. And then do it consistently. Just say yes every day to what the Lord has for you. So, so that's what I will say. Carol said, Amen. Y'all go get me preaching up in here on the international podcast day. <laughs> but I just am so thankful for everyone. Like I, when I first got my first listen on the podcast, I was like screaming. I was like running through the house going, somebody listened. Like what? There's a listener. Then it was like, wait, where are they from? Like, who is this person? And how did they find me? And I still at times am so shocked when I hear how people will be like, oh, listen to her podcast. And I'm like, oh, my God, because then I'll think, well, I'm really country. I never edit anything. It is what it is. And then I'm like, but you know what? That's okay because they keep listening and it's fine. And then if it's not the podcast for them, then they can find another place that is. And that's okay too, because not everybody's supposed to like everything from every person all the time. So I get that. Um, But I also have built a great tribe around me. And so I am completely blessed for that. And it's just by saying yes, checking off a little box, going yes. I can do that. I can figure out what a podcast is. Let me go talk to Solomon. He can tell me all about podcasting. I have no clue about what this stuff even is. And they even listen to a podcast. And then it's like, well, then how did you know how to structure an episode? I prayed and I said, Lord, whatever it is that you would have me to say today, let that be what I need to say. And then I would say that thing. And I would do that day. And then the next day, I would be like, oh, I'm going to make another podcast. And I'd be like, okay, let me click. Because, y'all, it's like right here. And I would click on the app. <laughs> and I'd be getting ready to get in the car, go to work. It would be 6 o'clock in the morning without coffee. <laughs> and I would hit tools. And I would hit new episode. And so, it was, uh-oh, that's just the one I just did today. I just made one a while ago. Look, this episode doesn't have any audio in it yet. And I, I push this little button right here. And I say, okay, what am I going to say today? And I click it. And I say, welcome to the Jen Lowry Writes Podcast. You know, I'm Dr. Jennifer Lowry, blah, blah, blah. And I had that, this little thing that I would say. I was trying to memorize it. And then I would go off and just on a tangent start talking about whatever it was that happened. Oh, guys, y'all won't believe this. And it was as if I was sharing news with my best friend. And next thing I know, I'm starting meeting my author friends this way. And I cannot tell you how much joy that brings to my life, knowing that it's through a podcast by saying yes to the Holy Spirit, that then I'm able to now grow in my author life because when I'm doing research, y'all know I'm researching all the time. So when I'm doing research, it's not just about me. I have a greater calling about the research. One, I mean, I'm gonna be honest, I enjoy research. Like I really like looking up topics. I really like looking up ways to improve my author craft and ways to expand my reach and 
I'm always trying to learn more about promotion and marketing and business side of author life. You guys know that about me. Like, I love that stuff. I'm always looking for new learning opportunities. That's just how I built. And then it's just more than that, though. When I'm doing the research, I'm also thinking, oh, Michelle or Sherry, they would love to see this. Or, oh, I got to think about now, how can I make a YouTube video about this? Because I'm learning it. I'm applying it. I need to teach it now. And so that's a part of the gifts of the Holy Spirit. I've always been that teacher. I mean, I'm a teacher all day and then homeschool all night. But so I am a teacher by nature. So when I'm researching for the podcast, it's about sharing out more than it is about me. And I will be honest with you guys, it's been like that for the early on with the podcast. When I first started making those episodes, it was not just the challenge. OK, I've done this and now I can challenge someone else to do something, you know, to help expand their reach or give them content ideas or even like with Anne. I'm going to talk about Anne right now. Anne's not with us, so I could talk about her. Um, I love Anne so much. And I met Anne through the podcast. Now, Anne, she can call out all these author podcasts that she listens to. Y'all, she's got like, she's got um, on dial up. Like that woman, she is a podcast listener. And now she's a podcaster. <laughs> so we're giving a shout out to Anne. But Anne found my podcast just in the midst of however that happens. I say that's Holy Spirit nudgings when people find my podcast. That's what I want to say. Um, just exactly like what Sherry said, you know, she was directed by the Spirit to watch the podcast for my source of encouragement. Like, like I feel like the Lord puts people in this place when they need it. They may not need it for 700 episodes. They might have needed for one or two of those episodes. And if that's all it was meant for, then great. I'm so excited that that person went off and they did that one thing that maybe they needed from those 700 episodes, which means I'm going to continue to make 700 more episodes, Lord willing, if he continues for me to do this work, because then that could be one more person, maybe at the 1349th episode that that one thing unlocks for them and then they take that courage step they take that faith walk into their writing life into their business and so yeah it's like i that's one way you know that i look at it and so however Anne found me whether it was one of those holy spirit nudgings here i am interviewing Anne because Anne had written inner vision and i read it and I loved InterVision. It is about a blind character and Anne is visually impaired. And I'm like, oh my goodness, Anne, you inspire me so much. And Anne was on the show. Guys, I loved it. We just, we hit it off. Or that's how I'm telling the story because Anne's not here. But we were like kindred sisters. It was like, man, Anne's my girl. And then we just started talking and it was from the podcast. And I met Anne. And then Anne is friends with Tish. And then if it wasn't for Anne, I would have never met Tish. And if it wasn't for, for Anne being on 
like Twitter one night talking about Jen Lowry rights. I think that's actually um, how we met little Ann. Like if you try to start connecting, where do you meet the people that you love to be around, that they're like your soul people, people that you just connect with, that bring you joy? It's hilarious to think back that a lot of mine started right here at this podcast. And that's why I just want to challenge you guys today that if you have been called to be a speaker, if you have been called to be a leader in your space, whatever that looks like, whether it is through your words, whether it is through your writing, do that thing. Go after it with a passion put to good use. And the Lord will equip you with everything you need. I was actually doing a podcast episode recently, and one of the guests said to me, so when are you going to have this up? And I said, well, it'll it'll probably be about an hour. And and their eyes got like super big. They're like, really? Like an hour? Like usually can take like days or, or, you know, they'll give me like a schedule later and I'm like, no, mine's like probably even less than an hour. It's just, I probably have to go down um, and cook (laughs) because I don't edit anything. I don't cut anything. Wait, you don't do any like cutting commercials or you don't do any kind of editing pieces. And I'm like, no, I don't have time for all that life. Um, That's not what what we're about here. And, and then I love it because I get to say, this is what I'm about here. This is a place where, you know, I'm praying that whatever it is that we're saying on this platform, it's meant for someone to hear. And I know that the Holy Spirit is in this space and that the words that I will be saying are just something that's going to flow and it's going to come and it will be the direction that it's meant to be. And then I get this look and I know people kind of, I have seen it more than once. And I get this kind of look like, is she serious? Like, is this really how she runs her podcast? Because I mean, honestly, guys, I don't know how other people run their podcast, but I don't do any of those cuts and the fancy edits and have all of those intros or any of that stuff. And you know what? When people do that, it's so cool. I love it. I am not knocking it. I'm saying that stuff is super fancy. It is super cool. But my podcast, it's easy for me in my life. It's It works for me. And my listeners, they accepted that from the beginning. They accepted that. Here I am talking on my phone on the way to work for a podcast episode, sharing out author journeys while I have the heater blasting. Now, my husband will pick and he will say, you were in a heater. I've got sweatshirts, undershirt. I will have the, I got blankets in the car. If you listen to some of my other episodes, like long ago, you will probably hear the heater running more than the air conditioning. Um, And so I didn't have any of this like sound cancellation and all the cool fancy mics hanging around and all of that kind of stuff. I felt like the Lord equipped me with what I needed. And that was just a platform, a place to record, a way to record, a place to share it out. 
And I figured it out why. Because then that would cut through the excuses. Because then if somebody listened to my show or if somebody watched my videos on YouTube and they started saying to themselves and, and started doubting, well, gosh, you know, I don't have that fancy background. I don't have that fancy this. I don't have those tools. I don't have this equipment. I'm not going to be able to do it because I don't have audio little buttons that I can push and move and, and do all of these things. I don't have lights. You could start making a list of all the things you don't have. But when you have Jesus, that's all you need. You've got the one thing that you need. So maybe that's why keeping it simple for me has always been successful. Because I'm just right here. And then people can see that. And then what's your, you know, what's your reason why? So why aren't you sharing your story? So why aren't you, why aren't you out there connecting and, and being the leader in your space? Why aren't you out there, you know, talking about book inspirations and, and hooking up with authors in your genre and making it work with what you've got? Because what you've got is a powerful thing. It raised Jesus from the grave. It is the Holy Spirit. And we share it. And so I love that I have not advanced in that fancy way with the fancy this and the that and the rigmarole um, that comes with all of that. Because then when people are watching or when people are, you know, listening or tuning in, it's about the content. It's about what the tip is. It's about what the challenge is. It's about what the strategy is. It's not about the other things. And yes, I understand that those other things can make it clear and crisp and all of that. But it's just about the share, guys. It's the share. Most of the time I'm on the go with the share, especially when I'm like pre-corona. I was making what at least one episode a day on the podcast, but sometimes it would be two to three episodes a day. And that was because I had that space, I had that car space that quiet space I could carve out that time then I would call the kids on the way home check in on everybody see how everything was doing for what you know all their agenda and all of their work that they were doing independently for the day but now that I'm here it's this and then I can actually have my computer in front of me and I can share my screen so like even today I was I just made one right before um right before coming on just for international podcasting day and i made one just about the halloween contest and you know making it quick getting on but then being able to say hey and i made this banner on canva and then i did google docs already so that way if i get entries pre-k through five i can start putting in those poetry pieces in folders that way to be easy for me to score um you know, like having it right here, I can share my screen. So now you guys are going to hear me on the podcast going, oh, if this is a dual episode, go on over to YouTube and then you can watch it and you can actually see me share my screen. So so that's maybe the only way I've advanced thanks to, to StreamYard that I can actually be now on Twitch. As you guys can see, I'm in three places right now. Like I am cloned out there in the world. Now I'm about to be on four. So 
and then times nine because of the podcast reach and all of Spotify and all of the different Apple and Google Play. Um, Carol, love you. Yeah, I got to go too in just a second. I am making homemade pizza, um, which I need to share that recipe on Facebook if I have not, because it's my favorite pizza recipe. It is with Frank's red hot buffalo sauce. I make buffalo chicken pizza. I found it on Pinterest. Oh my gosh, it's like the best recipe. I will share it. Um, if you guys like Frank's Red Hot, Frank's Red Hot Pizza, it's so good. So, yeah, the kids were already texting me, what are we having for dinner? <laughs> like, seriously? Yeah, they were. Um, but being able to use StreamYard, I can actually be on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch at the same time. And then all I have to do once I in this broadcast is download the audio, and then I'm putting it right up on my podcast. In the celebration of International Podcast Day. So I'm actually going to be on that platform. So if I've advanced, it's just that I've got StreamYard here that is allowing me to have a greater reach. Um, but I'm still keeping it simple and still um, praying each time before I hit record or go live that the Lord gives me the words that I need to say. And I challenge you to do that with all of the things that you do, with your writing, with your speaking, with all of it. All right, guys, I hope that y'all have enjoyed this. It's more of a storytelling time, I guess, about how the podcast has impacted my life. Thank you for everyone who joined in on the chat. And I hope that you guys have a blessed one. And I will talk to you guys later. Bye. Now that you found me on the Jen Lowry Writes podcast, I challenge you to head over to where books are sold and find me there. I've published 11 books so far, and I write clean books for all ages. Horror, paranormal, sweet romance, fantasy, historical fiction, you name it, I've got your genre. Search Jen Lowry at Barnes & Noble, Amazon, Kobo, and more. And for my Bible devotionals, you'll see my full name, Dr. Jennifer Eichner Lowry on Amazon. So I challenge you today to go out there and write something inspiring and share it with the world. Thanks for joining me on Jen Lowry Writes. You guys have a blessed day.